We have lots of Christmas traditions. One of my favorite Christmas traditions is sharing with you the story of Christmas. We're told in the Gospel of Luke that in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city in Nazareth. He went to a virgin who was betrothed to a man named Joseph. He was in the house and lineage of David. He came to her and he said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. And Mary was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. You will call his name Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? He said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Amen. Mary said to the angel, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. The angel departed from her. Now in those days, Mary arose and went with haste to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's voice, the baby in her womb leaped. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why? Why has it been given to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Because when the sound of your greeting came to my ear, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of all that the Lord had spoken to. Mary replied, My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon the humble estate of his servants. Behold, for now, all generations will call me blessed, because he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is to all who fear him, from generation to generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones. And he has exalted those of humble estate. The hungry he has filled with good things. And the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he promised to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Mary remained there with Elizabeth for about three months. And then she returned to her home. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place this way. 
when Mary, his mother, was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be the child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a just man, unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what was spoken of by the prophet. Behold, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and they will call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And when Joseph woke from his sleep, he did all that the Lord had commanded him. He, he took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. Now, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the second registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from, from Nazareth to Judah, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was in the house and the lineage of David. He went with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for him in the end. And there was in that same region shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. But the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And then suddenly there was with that angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Now when the angels went away from them and returned to heaven, the shepherds, they said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened that the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and they found Mary and Joseph and that baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they told what they had been told concerning this child and all who heard it wondered. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had seen and heard, just as it had been told to them. Now on the eighth day, after he was circumcised, they called him Jesus the name given to him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, his parents took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it's written in the law of Moses, every male who first opens the womb should be called holy to the Lord. There was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon 
This man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him, and the Holy Spirit had revealed to him that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Christ. So going in the Spirit into the temple, when the parents brought the child to do for him according to the custom of the law, Simeon took him up in his arms, and he blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. I've seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people, Israel. His father and his mother marveled at what was said of him. And then Simeon said to his mother Mary, this child is appointed for the rise and the fall of many in Israel and is a sign to be opposed. And a sword will pierce through your own heart also. And the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. There was also in the temple a prophetess named Anna. She was the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived for seven years with her husband from the time she was a virgin. And then until she was 84 as a widow. She never left the temple. She was there worshiping, fasting, and praying night and day. And then at that very hour, when Jesus was there in the temple, she began to give thanks to God and to speak to him, speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. Now, after Jesus had been born in Bethlehem, After he had been born in Bethlehem, it was the days of Herod the king. Wise men came from the east. They came saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. Now, Herod the king was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And so Herod assembled the chief priests and the scribes of the people, and he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they told him, in Bethlehem of Judea as it's been written by the prophet. From you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, shall you are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them when the star had arose. Then he sent them to Galilee and said, go search diligently. And when you find him, bring me word that... I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen, when it arose, it went and stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into that house, they found the child with Mary, his mother. And they fell down and worshiped him. And opening their treasures, they gave him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. Having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their country another way. Long ago, 
at many times, in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, Amen. whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom he also created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God in the exact imprint of his nature. For in him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. He was in the form of God. But he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. For he had to be made like his brothers in every respect, so that he could be a faithful and merciful high priest in service to God and to make propitiation for the sins of the people. So the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. Now, the law came through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God. He who is at the Father's side has made him known. Because God so loved the world that he sent his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And he did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. In this is the love of God manifest, that he sent his son into the world so that we might live. This is love. Not that we loved God, that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came into the world and he had made the world, but the world knew him not. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to be called children of God, Amen. who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and uphold it in justice and in righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. Comfort. Comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Cry to her. Your warfare has ended and your iniquities are pardoned. 
and there is salvation and no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Friends, this is the story of our hope. This is the story of our salvation. This is the story of Christmas. Would you join me in prayer?